Okay guys, so here I am. I'm with Andreas Luna. He is the Orlando City Academy Scout. Um, and he's been here for one year or been with the Orlando City Academy for one year. And I'm gonna go ahead and let him introduce himself, tell his story. And uh, we really appreciate, or I really appreciate having him on and being able to share his insight. He's been one of the leaders of youth development in Florida in general with Weston before and now at Rush and now at Orlando City. Um, a really great person and has a lot of great insight into what it takes to be a high-level player. So, Andreas, I really appreciate your time, and I would love for the listeners to hear your story. Hey, how are you, my man? Um, hope all is well. Uh, my name is Andreas Luna, and I'm an academy scout at Orlando City um, Youth Academy program. So, I've been with Orlando City for almost about a year now. And then before that, I was at Florida Russ. And before that, I was at Western SC. And um, but yeah, I'm uh, happy to be here in this conversation. Um, and then no, we'll, we'll talk a lot about the scouting process and player profile and how to get scouted. Perfect. Okay, so let's start with the first question. Um, and it's kind of given away by your title, but can you kind of explain what your role is? What do you do? Um, here at Orlando City, I'm just, I'm just an academy scout. I'm one of the academy scouts here. Um, there's a, a head scout, so I, I work right, uh, right below him. So we work together finding players, looking at players, so giving feedback to each other. Uh, discussing players, and um, so here in my world here at Orlando City, I'm a, I'm an academy scout day in day out. All right, awesome. And then, you know, moving into a little bit more in depth questions because the goal with this episode is to kind of give people, like you said, an idea of what you look for in players or how does it work to get to like an MLS academy and just kind of a general profile of reaching that level because that's the best level in the country. What do you think is more valuable for a young player? Is it training or playing time? At the younger age group, uh, we believe in playing. Uh, kids learn from playing the game. Kids learn from playing in the streets with no rules, no adult supervision. So the, the less adult supervision, uh, the better at the younger age group. You know, kids learn from playing. Um, you know, from eight years to to maybe 12, 13. And then I believe that at the age of 12, 13, that's when we should uh, implement, you know, training, uh, rules, restrictions. Um, we can go more into detail and technique and all that. But I believe that the younger they are, they, they should just, play a lot, a lot of games, a lot of pickup games, a lot of 3v3, 5v5, um, 1v1 with their friends, their teammates. Um, the, the less rules, the less restriction, the better. That way the, the player is able to fulfill their, their technical ability. And then as they get older, they should get like a private trainer or, or join a, a, a team where Awesome, I appreciate that. Next question for you would be, for a young player, 
what is the most important in your eyes? So let's say you're going to scout somebody. Um, could you rank it in order? So like technical, tactical, physical, mental, what do you look for in, in what kind of order? We look for technical player. Uh, from top to bottom, we look for technical. Okay. Uh, technical player, doesn't matter what position. You could be a center back, a right back, a center forward. You must have the technical ability to receive the ball under pressure. Uh, play under pressure, receive the ball under pressure. Um, don't just, you know, boot the ball or kick it or as far as you can. It's about, you know, what you can do with the ball in the game. So the technical aspect of it and then the IQ, uh, what you do with the ball, what you do without the ball, you know, your movement, um, your IQ level of the game, you know, your decision-making in the game, especially the older you are. But if we're looking for a young player, it's the technical ability, um, the speed of the game, the, the quickness I hear um, with the ball. Uh, we look at the mental, okay, that should be the next one, you know, um, the mental state of the player, you know, the level of concentration, focus, uh, and now we look at the, the physical aspect, okay, so the physical aspect, you know, your body size, your body type. You know, are you tall, are you short? You know, that's maybe third or fourth of what we look for. And then the tactical aspect, you know, what you, know, what you do without the ball, the positioning, um, your role as a player in that position. Um, that's tactical, that's something that we look for in the last part because tactical is something that we can teach, we can help, we can develop. Um, we can teach you as, as you learn the other three, four aspects of the game. Yeah, I really appreciate that. It's good insight because a lot of people think that physical is probably the first thing when it's really, like you just said, technique, so that's awesome. Next yeah. question for you would be, does your club give you like a list of players or do they expect you to go identify them? No, they expect me to go identify the players. Um, basically, my boss, my head of scout, and my director of coaching, you know, they hire me because, you know, they know that I, I work around this area of Orlando, and, and so they know that I can bring players in, and they don't know the players. They don't know who, you know, who the players are, so my job is to go out there, identify them, get to, you know, find their jersey numbers, the, the team that they play for, uh, find their names or last names, um, and then report back to my my head scout or my director of coaching and, and let them know about the players that, that I've seen, that I've scouted, that, you know, that I want to bring in to Orlando City. Okay, so then... Let's say you're at a game and you're going to scout a player or players. How does how does somebody stand out for you? Basically, I, I go to a game that I've, uh, I've never seen, or I go to a, a, a game 
of a team that I've never seen or whatever. Basically, what stands out for me is the technical ability of the player. You know, it's very different from coaching and, and scouting. You know, coaching, you're looking at the whole team, you're looking at your possession of the team, you're looking at, you know, what your team does with the ball, without the ball. Meanwhile, I'm in the corner and I'm looking at the individual player. I'm looking at the way he received the ball, the way he passed the ball, the way he dribbled with the ball, the way he moved without the ball, with the ball. So those, the, it's the technical aspect that stands out of the individual player that, you know, catches my attention, my eye, that, okay, this player can do this with the ball. You know, this player can do that without the ball. And that's something that we look for. Awesome. That's good insight for sure. Next question for you would then be, in the scouting process, let's say you've identified a player. Um, how do they end up getting a trial with Orlando City? How does it work? Well, it's a process because, you know, Orlando City Academy, we are trying to work with the community. We're not trying to just, you know, take the players. We want to make sure that, you know, the, the head coach, the directors, uh, the parents of, of that kid um, is aware that they've been scouted by Orlando City Academy scouts. Um, so we try to go through the process of, you know, me going back to my head scout, my, my head scout going to my director of coaches, and then my director of coaches contacting, you know, the director of coach of that club, the director of uh, coaching from that club will contact the parent and the parent will tell their kid or, or you know, or the director of coaching can tell the player, vice versa. But, well, it's a process because we don't want to mislead the player. We don't want to tell the player you've been scouted or whatever. We want to keep it on the, on the download and we want to work together. So the most important thing is that Everybody, you know, between the mom, the dad, the parent, the director, coach, is aware that their player has been scouted. Okay. And then how many times do you think you'd scout a player before they get uh, a tryout or a trial or even get to go train with the academy? Uh, well, it depends. You know, it, it depends if it's, if it's a, a quality player that, that needs to come in right away, you know, maybe I'll take a look at them, uh, the process, you know, we'll, we'll take a look at them maybe one, two, three times. Uh, but if it's a player that we're not sure about, depending on the level of the game, depending on you know, the day or the, the time of the game, could be morning, could be afternoon, you know, maybe one or two times by a head, um, uh, an academy scout, maybe one or two times by another scout. That would be four times that we've seen them. Um, maybe one more time before actually inviting him in. So that would be a fifth time that somebody's seen them. But if it's a player that really stands out, has the technical ability, you know, has the mental ability, has the physical ability, you know, and that's and it's somebody that we need to bring in before we see him five times, and we'll, we'll do that as well. 
sometimes you know we see them one two times and we bring them in awesome that's good because i i think a lot of people would have a question with that like how does that work so that, that's awesome that you can give that information next question i have for you is if you're scouting younger players let's say like between u12 and u14 do you scout for say a good player in general or is it a position specific no, we, uh, the younger the younger age group from 12 to 14, we look for generally a, a good player, uh, specifically in position, and uh, not necessarily at the younger age group. Um, you know, I, I've seen players that are 12, they play right back, and then at 14 they play center forward. You know, I've seen players that are at 12 years old they play center back. But then, you know, by the time they're 14, they're playing, you know, center mid. So basically, at that age group, specifically from 12 to 14, we look for general, you know, a good player, a good technical player that we can develop into a, a role or a position as he gets older. Gotcha. So then what age do you think you would start scouting players for position-specific? For a position specific, we usually start scouting players at the age of 15. 15, you know, um, so basically you 15, we, you know, my, my head, my coaches will ask them, oh, what position do you play? You, you got to have one or two or three options in position. You know, oh, I, I play center back, but I can also play center defensive mid. You know, oh, I play center defensive mid. Sometimes I play right back. Ah, okay. You know, you got to be open-minded. You got to have more than one position, you know, that you feel comfortable playing uh, to, in order to try out or, or make a team. Gotcha. And then what about a player, like, does, does your coach, like one of the coaches, do they say, hey, I'm looking, I need this position, especially at the older ages? So is it like, you know, maybe your U16 coach says, hey, I need this position, or is it more open than that? Maybe it's the director. Is it? Does it work like that? Uh, so the head coach will go to the director and say, hey, uh, you know, depending on the game and the training and what they feel like they're missing, um, you know, the, the head coach will come up to me and say, hey, look, can you find me a, a left back? You know, a lefty, left back. And that's specific enough for me to go out to the community of Orlando and uh, find a, a left back, uh, specifically that age group. Um, but if they want to go into details and they want me to find a left center back, you know, it's even more specific where I have to find a player that is lefty, that is comfortable playing, left back and left center back that way we're able to bring them in and compare to the players that we have already in us in our system right no that's awesome because I, I i feel like that will give people insight into yeah you might be a good player but it, you might not be what they're looking for or what you guys are looking yes. for so that, that's pretty cool because your coach could say well i need a left back and i need these specific targets these qualities so that that's good insight i really appreciate that um, next question would be then, how does the pathway work? So if like if, if a parent's listening or a player's listening and they want to get to Orlando City to get to your club, 
How does it work to go from, say, the academy to OCB to MLS? How does it work? Well, once we are going to play in at the age of 14 or 15, you know, we, we give them an individual course, you know, and, and uh, we monitor. We, we have a GPS system. We have a, a hot monitor system. We have a tracking monitor system. We we have a on-site, you know, physical trainer, head coach, assistant coach, goalkeeping coach. You know, you have professional people, you know, surrounding your that player every single day, Monday through Friday, for you know three hours a day or two hours, and you know he's in the best environment to to be the best that he can be and and aim for for you know the the next best team you know with you know making the U14 academy making the U15 academy you know and then the U17 academy you know and then hopefully by the time he's 18 19 he's ready for OCB or or even the first team at the age of 18 19 so our main objective is for the player to to take everything now, you know, from the culture to to learn, to grow, to develop, work on his technique, and everything comes together. Right, yeah, that's good. Uh, next question I have for you: How important is commitment to this process from for a player perspective and a parent? Like. How how demanding is it to play for Orlando City Academy? Um, it's extremely demanding, man. You know, we train four or five days a week, um, and then weekend game Saturday or Sunday. You know, and uh, sometimes we take Monday off and we train Tuesday to Friday um, every day. Uh, from from 6.30 to 8 or, or 5 to 7, which means two hours, um, because the first 30 minutes you're with your, your trainer, your physical trainer, and then the, the other hour and a half, you're with your head coach, you know, working on skills, dribbling, passing, shooting, uh, tactical uh, preparation, and then, you know, a match during practice. So it's very demanding because, you know, you have to be in the best that you can be every day at practice because it's nothing is guaranteed and every every day and everything is a competition because, you know, only only eighteen players uh get to dress up for the weekend game. So uh, if you're having a bad week and you're having a, you decide to, you know, not do your best that weekend, you know, you're going to face the consequences on the weekend and you might not get to play. Mm-hmm. So that means at your club or at the academy level at Orlando City, playtime is not guaranteed. Yes, correct. Playtime is not guaranteed. Uh, that depends on you, you know, your performance, your attitude. You know, how your technique is going, uh, your competition, you know, within your teammates. Um, 
And then by Thursday, Friday, the coaches make the decision on uh, who gets to dress up for this weekend. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty ruthless because, uh, you know, it, in the current climate, most clubs, I don't want to say have a set amount of time, but that's a definitely eye-opening factor, I think, for a lot of people that you could go to Orlando City or probably another MLS club and then not play. So now we're going to kind of start discussing or dive into the qualities that you look for in each position. So let's do the first one, being the goalkeeper. What qualities do you look for from a general scale and a goalkeeper for the academy? Um, well, goalkeeper, the technical aspect um, we look for. Uh, the physical aspect, we start with the physical aspect. We look for size, size and coordination um, in the physical aspect. And then everything else, that we can teach them. We can teach them how to, you know, the jumping ability, being agile, explosive speed. That's something that we can help and teach. Uh, the technical aspect, diving technique, ball control with our hands and our feet. Uh, ball distribution, you know, it could be a uh, throw, a punt, it could be a short or long pass with the feet or the hands. Uh, tactical quality, we look for decision making. You know, do you make a risky pass? Or do you make a safe pass, uh, game management, anticipation, execution? That's something that we look for in the tactical ability. And the psychological ability, we look for you know, a player, a goalkeeper that's a good learner. He's committed to being a goalkeeper. Uh, communication to organize. Somebody that's brave. That's a big one, brave. Because we need a player that you know, is able to come out take a hit in the chest or, or or even in the face by the ball or be able to come out in a 1v1 situation um, or set pieces or corners and you got to be brave, you know, going, you know, battling, you know, the, the ball on the ground and the ball in the air. So, you know, that's uh, the goalkeeping aspect that we look for. Awesome. So what about a center back? For center back, uh, the physical quality, we look for size, speed, and mobility. So, you know, I, again, you know, maybe in another country or a different country or, or, or a different club, maybe they don't look for size in, in a center back. Uh, here, it's commanding. So we look for size in a center back at the age of 15 and up. Um, size and then speed and mobility to be able to get back on defense and the, your movement off the ball, with the ball. Uh, technical quality, you know, the correct part to pass the ball or defend. Uh, ball control, 1v1 defending. It can be on the ground, it can be in the air, um, and then accurate short and long passing. So that's something that you guys really, that we look for in, the, in order to come in to a professional club. Uh, the tactical quality, 
with the, or decision making, you know, when to press, when to cover and support. So press or cover balance, uh, anticipation, and intercepting. So that's something that we look for in a play, you know, basically you must have a good percentage of decision making. Uh, psychological quality, it's almost like the goalkeeper, you know, he needs to be a good learner, he needs to be committed to taking his time back, uh, communication to organize your team, you need to have a dominance presence. You know, you, when, when the other team, they see him, they know that he's a center back. Like he, he's present. It fears the other team. Um, competitive mindset. You need to have a competitive mindset, you know, at all times. On the field, off the field, um, be able to compete again, top forward. It's not easy, but you need to have that competitive mindset. And then, just like the goalkeeper, you need to be brave. You need to be out, go out there, go one on one. You know, battle your your the ball, sacrifice and sacrifice your your body, your your leg. You know, for the team. So we, we look for that braveness of the center box. That's awesome. That's really good. What about for a fullback? The fullback, um, the physical quality we look for, endurance and speed. So notice that we didn't say, you know, size like the first two. So in the physical quality of a fullback, we put endurance and speed. Um, so that's something that we look for in order to build a player in. And then everything else we can teach them. We can teach them, you know, to be strong and in one v one to be to be able to recover in speed, explosive speed, jumping ability. That's something that we can teach in the physical aspect. Uh, the technical quality we're looking for a fullback that is able to play with the correct foot, uh, has ball control. Um, we can you know one v one attack it in the pending rule. You know, you know, kind of have an idea. And, and the dominant presence on the one v one, running with the ball, um, short and long passing. That's the technical quality and the tactical quality, decision making, pressure, cover, balance, uh, anticipate and anticipate, uh, and then ability to combine. So that's something I would look for, and then the psychological quality. You need to be a good learner. You need to be committed. You need to be brave. You need to have a competitive mindset. And you need to be confident. Awesome. What about a defensive midfielder number six? A defensive midfielder number six. Um, the physical quality will go endurance and quickness. So... Not so much in slide, but in the IG endurance, you know, you can play the whole game, you know, 90 minutes, and, you know, even at the younger age, but that position can be very demanding, very tired. So, in the physical quality, we demand endurance, a player that can play the whole game. 
and then the quickness, you know, the how emotions are, you know, from attacking to defending, defending to attacking. Uh, the technical quality, we look for ball control, um, using both feet, you know, one v one to, you know, you need to be able to battle your one v one situation. Ball um, recovery, so we look for a player that is, you know, able to recover the ball. Um, you know, when the midfielder loses the ball, or the attacking team loses the ball, he's able to recover uh, the ball for the team. Um, tactical quality, we look for a player that makes good decisions. Um, Quick decision, quick decision. Um, it could be risky. It could be you know, a lot of pressure. So we're looking for players that is able to do both. You know, take risk and, and make the best decision for the team. Um, vision. We're looking for players with vision in that position. You know, sometimes you play long, sometimes you play short. the game to to be brave and go in the 